Welcome to episode 048. What does it look like to emotionally hold yourself? Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. Practical Magic and Spiritual Medicine, my private membership group, is increasing in price on May 8th from $11 per month to $29 per month. So you have a few more days left to sign on at the $11 early bird price. Within this beautiful sacred private space, I am sharing monthly themes where we dive into different areas and topics to support you through your life, through this global environment, through practices, medicinal, magical practices that work with the mind, the body, the heart, and the soul, using EFT, meditation, breathwork and so much more. This is a powerful space and a space that is for you to come into as it suits you, when it suits you, to connect with other like-minded women and to really have a place where you have a toolkit at the ready for you to just devour and download and enjoy as it feels right for you. My aim with this group, Practical Magic Spiritual Medicine, is that you become a self-healer, that you build up your personal toolkit for mind, body, heart, and soul, and you're able to, on your own and within a collective group, support yourself through all of the different experiences that you inevitably go through in your life, through motherhood, as part of a global community. So I invite you in, head over to clarabade.com slash fbgroup. I assure you, you are going to love this space, coming into circle each month, experiencing powerful practices and learning how to support yourself in mind, body, heart and soul. Life alignment, inner attunement, embodied transformation. beautiful one. Thank you so much for tuning in today. How are you feeling? How are you doing? To be honest, I have been in a bit of a lower energy space this week. I am coming up to my moon cycle and it's always a really interesting time for me because everything in me wants to just throw the towel in not do any of my work or my study and not be a parent, not be in a relationship. If you were able to invite me to go off into a cave, (laughs) I probably would. It's an interesting time, but I've obviously had some experience with my cycle over the 38 years of my life. And I'm really aware of these feelings when they come up and to not respond emotionally, but to instead learn to hold myself through it. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about emotionally holding yourself, emotionally supporting yourself. We frequently hear about and talk about holding space for other people, but what does that look like to emotionally hold yourself? 
As a mama, I've personally been on quite a journey over the last five and a half years in learning how to emotionally hold space for my daughter and, of course, now my son. I'm not going to pretend that I've nailed this. It's still a huge work in progress, as you can imagine. And I believe in almost every family, and I say almost, that there is always one child that challenges you more than the other. And that child is obviously there to help you grow in different ways. And with my daughter, I frequently feel quite triggered by her emotional outbursts, by her really big reactions and feelings, uh, by her dysregulation or when she's not responding or coping with something well. She can take my nervous system right to the edge, which is, you know, not that hard to do for somebody like me who is already quite easy, easily flipped into a sympathetic nervous system state. So I can often feel dysregulated and quite shaken up if I'm not in a grounded, balanced state, which you can imagine is one of the reasons why I'm so dedicated to my own spiritual and light practices, to my own practical magic and spiritual medicine, because I need to be able to support my own child and children through their experiences. So my daughter especially requires a particular recipe in terms of emotional holding and it's one I have yet to perfect and it's one that I am constantly trying to grow through and learn through. However, in my exploration of both how to honour her feelings and support her feelings and also at the same time inspire her to be brave and courageous or self-motivated and able to process what she's feeling and the experiences around her, I've actually come to learn a few really basic tools in how to emotionally hold space for her and how to actually be the support system that she needs. And this is filtering down through my son as well. The irony in all of this learning has been that most of what I've learned or am learning to do with Soleil and now Raphael, I've actually been teaching to my clients for years and also learning and embodying for myself, which is kind of always the way, isn't it? The core of it is this. How do we emotionally hold space for ourselves when we are feeling a lot? When there is rage bubbling up or shame or guilt or frustration or even apathy and boredom and exhaustion and just like I described at the earlier part of this, this recording, how, how do I hold space for myself when I just want to throw the towel in? And how do we do the same for our children? So I want to share with you what I not only do for my children as much as possible, right? Yet I do frequently get somewhat derailed and have to get myself back on track. But also what I do for myself and for my clients. So whether you're a mama or not, everything I'm about to share here, these simple reflective tools, these can all be powerfully harnessed to support you emotionally, to hold yourself, to hold others, to hold your clients, to hold your relationships. This is really simple and really powerful and I invite you to take notes if you need to or head over to the blog, the blog post that relates to this. So clarabay.com slash episode 048. So first it begins with awareness. Number one, here we are, beginning with awareness. It always begins with consciousness, doesn't it? Tune into the mind and the body. Tune into the connection that is inherent. And in fact, it's not a connection. It's all just one, the totality of you. Check in with your body, check in with your breath, notice sensations and feelings. And I like to think about it like this, just anchor in. 
Use the breath, big deep breaths, sigh. <sighs> Exhale with relief, yawn even. Slow your breath down and move into a more rhythmical state with your breathing. Allow your body to respond from that state. And then you're able to come inward. Then you're able to take your attention and your awareness inward. And so now before you even go into any thinking, before you even call on your mind, before you even ask your mind to chime in here with any sort of cognitive understanding, just tune into the sensations and the feelings that are coming up and try and describe the sensation and the feeling of where it's felt, where it's at, what it is. To give you an example, this might sound like, oh, I'm feeling unsettled in my tummy. There's a fluttery feeling in my body or I feel oh, out of breath or my heart is pounding or my head is achy. And you can do the same for your child or for somebody else. What do you feel in your body? Can you describe it? Is it fluttery? Is it poundy? Is it achy? I'm not sure poundy is a word, but that's okay. Right? We're trying to stay with sensation, just noticing. And then I move into the second stage, which is naming what you feel. So name what you notice as an emotion, as a feeling. And this leads to the ability to ultimately process and release those feelings. So we're shifting away from sensation or layering on top of sensation with actual emotions and feelings. Can you label them? Can you understand what's underneath those sensations? What is it you're actually feeling? What's the emotion? What's the energy in motion? I like to think about this from all the beautiful people that have guided me, different podcasts, different courses in positive discipline, different parenting classes. I like to really tune into the idea of sports casting those sensations into feelings and acknowledging it all without judgment. So some of the questions that you can use, which I'll say now, can be applied for yourself, of course, and for your children. These are so simple, these questions, but this sports casting kind of approach allows you to feel or notice those feelings and you can be aware of those feelings without moving forward to change them just yet. What do you feel? Where do you feel it? What does it feel like in your body? And then transition into the sports casting. You're feeling really angry right now. I can see how angry you feel. And I notice you don't really like it when... Finish that sentence. I notice how flat and switched off you're feeling. I wonder if you're feeling scared. I can sense that you feel frustrated and annoyed. You really didn't like it when I said... You are making it safe here for yourself and others to feel safe in all of their feelings that are present. So let's be clear about this. All those questions, you can either be asking them those questions to yourself or asking them directly to your child. Your sports casting, your noticing, your stating what you see. Does that make sense? I hope it does. And then you move into the most, um, I guess, action-based side of this, the third step, which is seeking help and taking action in an inspired way through practices to change what you're feeling, to move to the other side of what you are processing. 
So this is a really important step when you're working with your children, but it's really important for yourself as well. Ask yourself or your child, what do you need right now? What would help you to feel different or better? I sometimes like to avoid the word better because I don't really want to teach that rage and anger and frustration are all bad feelings. Although that's really challenging to do because sometimes when my daughter is having her third meltdown for the day because she's in sensory overload, it's really hard to hold space for more of those feelings because I might already be at the edge for myself. I might already be at full capacity and cannot hold space for more rage and for more anger. So that's a really hard thing to do. But sometimes I like to choose the word different instead because it reminds me to not move into judgment. You could also ask, is there something that your body is asking to do? I can ask myself that question. What about your breathing? How could we breathe differently right now? Do you need to stay inside? Do you need to go outside? Do you want to run? Ask questions to explore and then move into practices that will support you. You'll know for yourself and also when you're witnessing your child when you're getting to the other side or when they're getting to the other side. You'll notice their body will change shape, their posture will open up, their breathing will shift and regulate or slow down. There might be smiles or laughter returning. There will be a clear shift in the sensations in their body. You can even ask, how's your body feeling now? I'm noticing that there's a change in you. There will be a clear grounding that starts to return. The brain comes back online, moves out of fight or flight mode, your brain moves out of this irrational right brain state and you can actually come back online. So in real time, not even 20 minutes before recording this, I've had to practice this whole thing on myself. I had to notice and become aware of the sensations that I was feeling, label them and then sports cast my own emotions and then explore how I could help myself. Ultimately, the answer was really clear. Roll your mat out, Claire. Move your body. Breathe. Chant some mantras, light a candle. I just needed to shift some stuck and heavy energy, energy that I'd been feeling all week and I just needed to shift it out of my body, out of my breath. I needed to do something that made me short circuit the feelings that were on repeat for me this week, right, to direct them elsewhere. So this is a super simple practice. This is simply about emotionally holding yourself and it's a really quick journey and it's just about being aware, being willing to notice, to understand, to acknowledge and then taking inspired action and remembering that everything I've just shared is for you and I really wanted to lead with that, that this is for you but then allow this learning to be part of your toolkit as a parent, as a mother, or as a colleague, or a partner, in any relationship, yeah, even with your husband, or your wife, or your colleague, you can say, I can see that you're feeling really angry right now, what is it that you need, how can I support you in this moment, and sometimes that acknowledgement is all somebody needs, you know, Maybe your child falls into your arms and just cries more and louder and you rub their back and you sing and you just allow them to feel. I watched something 
a while ago on Facebook of this beautiful dad just sitting quietly very close to his screaming, tantruming toddler. I remember watching and just going, God, this is so beautiful. He was just holding so powerfully. He never once tried to change it. He never once tried to distract. He never once tried to redirect. He just held and held and held and then eventually the child worked through its own feelings and emotions through its crying and writhing its body and then climbed into his daddy's lap and just wrapped his arms around his daddy and cried into his daddy's arms and then eventually just shifted out of it and then the universe provided me with almost the exact same experience the next day and I was at Soleil's OT session and Raphael had been held back from so many activities over and over and over just because it wasn't convenient or right for him to be in that space. And by the time we had to go, he wasn't happy about that because he hadn't experienced or received what he needed. But it was time to go. So there I was in the hallway and it wasn't convenient for him to be chucking a tantrum in the hallway, but I didn't want to show him or tell him that what he was feeling was inconvenient. So I sat on the floor with him and I let him kick and scream and writhe around on the floor and I just stayed there and I just noticed. I noticed the feelings moving through his body and then I started to say, I can see you're so angry, baby. I can see that you are really unhappy that I've stopped you. You didn't like that. Yeah, you've got big feelings right now. And then he kept going and he kept going and that got to a point where it became unsafe for him to be in that hallway like that. So I said to him, I'm going to have to pick you up now and you can keep feeling all of your feelings. You can keep feeling all of that anger but I'm going to have to put you in a safe place. He didn't like that, of course, but that was perfect because it was providing a bigger opportunity for him to release more and that's actually what he needed. It wasn't to quickly become happy again. He actually needed to release all of that frustration and anger. So I picked him up and that was really hard to do and I actually had to hold him down while I put him in the pram and the whole time I kept saying, I know, you're angry. I know you don't like this. I can see that but I have to put you in a safe place. And then once I had him clipped in, I put my hand on his heart and I started to breathe with him. I wonder if you need me to breathe with you, I said. And I did. And it helped me. I needed to regulate. I needed to ground. It was really, 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 really challenging to hold space for that. And my nervous system was wanting to just crack. And what would have happened if I let myself crack? Anger, frustration, just cracking it, screaming, maybe yelling, I don't know. I don't know what would have happened then, rushing off, running away from the hallway of the OT. But I just placed my hand on his heart and I just took a few deep breaths and I said, I know. (sighs) That was hard, I know, that was hard. I'm here though, I'm here. Mum is here and I love you. And then when he was calm, I gave him a really big kiss and I got really close to him and I said, what do you need right now? And he looked me in the eye and he said, cuddles. So I got as low as I could and I wrapped myself around him and I gave him the biggest squeeze 
And I said, would you like to go have a banana and a smoothie now? Is that something that you might need right now? And he was like, yeah, nana. Let's do nana and smoothie. So that's just an example, right? For yourself, it's obviously not going to be quite so dramatic. Or maybe it is, right? Maybe you allow yourself to ask, what do I need? And you need to cry and you need to scream and you need to punch a pillow. Yesterday I had to ask my neighbour to take both of my children downstairs to her house because I needed to have a shower and cry in the shower. And she was like, yep, cool, send them down. And that's what I did. And then I was okay again. So how do you emotionally hold yourself? What do you need? Follow these steps. Awareness, tuning in and sportscasting, acknowledging and then giving yourself what you need. And try it with your children as well. <sighs> and this is the premise of practical magic and spiritual medicine. This is the reason I created this membership group because I want to create more empowered women who are able to emotionally hold themselves for themselves, firstly, for their families, secondly, for their global community and to know the practices that they can dip into immediately so that when they say, what do I need? I need movement. Oh, I remember. There is this beautiful breathwork movement practice that Claire shared in the group. I'm going to go on there and I'm going to do that. And it took 10 minutes and I know that that will change everything for me right now. I'm going to go into this group and I'm going to tune into the live virtual sacred circle and I'm going to honour myself through this. Or I'm going to go in and I'm going to do that meditation, clearing my chakras and realigning. That's what this is about. That's what your own magical, medicinal, alchemical toolkit is about so that you have what you need on hand, at the ready, becoming a self-healer, awakening yourself, tuning yourself, embodying the transformation and the growth that you want to embody, coming back to your essence. It's nobody else's responsibility but your own. And the more you do it for yourself, the more you model that for your family and your children and your colleagues and your friends, the more you're able to support other people to do that too, the more that we create this ripple effect of change in the world, more people with light practices sharing and bringing and giving light. Do you realise how powerful that is? We are all waking up. Okay, not all of us, but so many of us are waking up. And as we wake up and as the shadow rises at the same time, we do also need to be able very fluidly and gracefully emotionally hold ourselves. Hmm. I hope that's been supportive for you. It's such an honour to, sh to share this with you and it's always an honour to tune in. My Sunday morning ritual, I'm about to dive into quite a lot of study <laughs> I'm in the middle of a somatic embodiment transformation uh, study group program. I can't speak. Certificate. Certificate. <laughs> uh, and I've got to catch up on some other study that I just put aside this week because it wasn't feeling right for me, but it is now because I've done what I needed today to come back to alignment, to attune, and to transform and shift so I hope that's been supportive. I'd be so honoured if you shared this on your socials, share it on Instagram and Facebook and support.
support others in your life who might need to learn how to emotionally hold themselves or relearn it. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, I am one mama on a path to work. And I hope you choose to wake up with me too. Love and light, beautiful one.